Welcome to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries. My name is Amy and I'm a personal practice coach for the Brady Group. I have the pleasure of working with dental practices across the globe and you know what I've discovered? Everyone has the same challenges. I'm excited to share wisdom that I've gained from great dental practices just like yours. So today we are going to talk about three common mistakes that occur when a team isn't trained to take advantage of new patient opportunities. I have the opportunity to listen to a lot of new patient phone calls. And there are some things that I want to share with you today that I feel like will really help you capitalize on what um, is already right in front of you. So many of you are wanting more new patients. Uh, you want to increase your numbers. I heard someone the other day say, we just need more at bats. Well, <laughs> I think that's part of the problem. If we're looking at patients as uh, dollar signs or quote unquote at bats, that might be part of the issue. So here's the first mistake that we make. Number one, there's no personal connection. So again, when we're calling them at bats or we're trying to monetize them or uh, focusing more on what it will do for us versus a relationship or personal connection, we're going to have a problem. So what I want to challenge you to do is stop just going through the motions. You realize that somebody interrupted their day to find your phone number and call you and ask for help. That's big. So take time to be interested in the fact that they want what you have to offer and find out their story. And if you're too busy to do that, then you're too busy to be profitable. And that's the, the issue. So I want you to remember, and I say this all the time, but people want to spend their time and their resources with people and in places that make them feel good. You wanna find out their story, not just answer their questions. And really that all starts with their name. In all of the phone calls that I get to listen to, one of the biggest offenses that I hear is we're not connecting. We're not doing something as simple as getting the patient's name. I'll listen to calls over and over and over and patient will call and ask a question. Uh, do you do whitening or do you take my insurance? And we answer those questions. We do a great job at giving information, but we'll get to the end of the phone call and the patient says, all right, thank you. And we've never even gotten their name. So it all starts with their name. Let's make sure that, uh, you know, you just put the, the question, whatever it is that they have on the shelf and go ahead and get their name. So let's talk again about what people go through just to make an appointment in your dental office. Uh, we uh, had a patient or I'm sorry, a practice that we worked with and they had a patient, a new patient that had no showed two times. And the practice called me and they said, you know, what do we do with this new patient that has no showed twice? And uh, I said, well, <laughs> I mean, I, honestly, I'll admit I was um, a little negative about the situation. And I said, well, whatever you do, don't reschedule them again without some sort of a, a financial commitment. And uh, they went ahead and rescheduled the new patient, didn't follow my advice. And frankly, I'm glad they didn't when you hear how this turned out. But uh, the, the, the new patient was scheduled a third time and no showed a third time or so they thought they were about 20 minutes into this third appointment that the patient had seemingly no showed and another patient walks through the front door and said hey there is somebody sitting out on the bench in front of your office and you know none of my business and i i don't know if they belong to someone here but they're sitting on the bench out front and seem to be upset 
and uh, they're by themselves. And so I just thought I'd let you guys know. Well, the front office uh, team member walked outside and discovered it was the new patient. And they were sitting on the bench and couldn't quite pull themselves together to come in. And what they discovered is that this same new patient had uh, driven to the office and made it to the parking lot the first two times and just could not get out of the car. And the third time got out of the car, but was having a hard time making it into the office. And they had had, uh, you know, such anxiety and, and fear based on some previous, um, you know, traumatic events having to do with their, their dental visits that they just couldn't get into the office. And so, you know, thank goodness that patient that came in brought it to their attention and they were able to, um, you know, encourage the patient and, and make it a great experience for them. But when patients don't show up, it's not because they're just blowing you off. You know, they, they made an effort to call your office. Now, it could be that they're blowing you off, but not blowing off <laughs> their dental visit. Maybe they called your office. And uh, again, maybe there was, they made an appointment, but there was really not much of a personal connection. There was nothing in that phone call that really made them feel great. Or maybe you couldn't get them in for a long time. And so they went ahead and called another office that could get them in sooner or that said something that, you know, was encouraging to them or that, that connected. And instead of canceling your appointment, they just bailed on you and showed up at the other dental office. So, you know, people aren't just uh, making an effort to schedule dental appointments all over the place and just not showing up. So you, if you have a big problem with this, new patients not showing, take a look at that. Are you making a personal connection? You know, we've already talked before about how important it is to be able to get a new patient in within a week. And if it's weeks before you can get them in, that's something worth looking at as well. So think about that. It's, there's another side to this story. And uh, what are you doing to make sure that new patients are excited about coming to your office? So how do we make a personal connection? We've already talked about getting their name. Be curious. Hey, ask a lot of questions. We are really big in the Brady Group about asking open-ended questions and listening. Show empathy okay, or enthusiasm as appropriate. If uh, you're just going through the motions and you know maybe a patient has a toothache and, and you're just uh, checking boxes instead of, I am so sorry you're dealing with this. We definitely want to take care of you. I know doctor will want to meet you personally and, and be able to help you with this. Uh, or enthusiasm. You know, if they're asking about whitening or a new smile or something exciting, for heaven's sakes, you know, be happy for them and be enthusiastic. Your patients will only be as excited about what you offer as you will be. And, and if you don't have enthusiasm about what you do in your dental office, that's an issue. Be sure you listen more than you talk. And that's going to come with those open-ended questions. Uh, open-ended questions, um, just for review's sake, are uh, questions that start with what, why, how, when um, it's not questions like do you like your smile or is there anything uh, you want uh, us to focus on it's questions like tell me what's most important to you uh, how important is it for you to be proactive uh, where would you like your teeth to be say 10 12 years down the road okay those are questions that prompt a conversation and um, help you get their story. And again, are gonna all go back to that personal connection. So that's the first thing. Make sure you have a personal connection. Here's the second mistake that uh, I hear often is oversharing. 
I heard this quote uh, recently, and it is so true. If you confuse, you lose. Now that could be on the phone. That could certainly be in the dental office. We're very uh, technical, uh, you know, uh, procedural uh, process focused in the dental world. Patients aren't. Patients are concerned about how long is this going to take me? How's it going to affect me financially? Are you going to hurt me? <laughs> and is it going to end up the way I want it? to end up. And so those are the things they're really concerned about. And if we're talking about anything else, we're probably confusing patients, overwhelming them, and that's a problem. So if patients are confused, they're not likely to schedule. And, uh, you know, we talk a lot about the 80-20 rule as it pertains to communication. And that that rule in communication is that uh, we talk 20% of the time, patients talk 80% of the time. And basically for every one word you have, the patient gets four. So if you're talking more than that, you're probably not listening very well, or you might even be offering information that the patient hasn't even asked for. You might be running down the insurance rabbit hole or trying to teach Perio 101 to a patient that just wants a cleaning before really even knowing what's most important to the patient. So let's talk about education for a minute because that's kind of a hot topic. I know uh, oftentimes I hear people say, we just need to uh, educate the patients more. If we could just educate the patients more, then they would have value for their treatment. Well, <laughs> I, I have uh, some news to break to you. That's not the case. Education is not a factor in decision-making. People make decisions emotionally. Education is logic, okay? And that uh, is not how patients make decisions. In fact, education, uh, now they might seek, you know, facts or or be interested in, uh, you know, looking for those types of, uh, you know, logical things to reinforce their emotional decision. But if we get real caught up in um, trying to educate them and explain things and tell them what they need or explain what's going to happen if they don't do it, then, uh, you know, we're probably oversharing. So education is important, but please understand it's not something we lead with. It's not uh, something that patients take into account when they're making decisions about whether or not to move forward with treatment. Then we have options. <laughs> okay, options. Let's be careful with that, whether it's on the phone or in the office. Um, when we lay out all the different options, for example, maybe a patient's wanting to come in as a new patient and they just say, well, how much is it for me to come in and get my teeth cleaned? And we say, well, it depends on what kind of cleaning you need and uh, kind of depends on what kind of x-rays we do. Oh, and if you need fluoride, that could change the, the cost as well. No, don't go into all the different scenarios and confuse them. In fact, we suggest you have one fee for a new patient visit through hygiene. Make it simple. That's your new patient special, if you will. And so just something to consider. Focus on end results versus details. Um, for example, maybe a patient calls and asks about, um, you know, can you tell me about implants? How, what's the process for implants look like? Again, remember, they want to know, is it going to hurt? What is the time commitment? What is the financial commitment? And am I going to get what I want? So ask questions. Well, it sounds like you're, you're interested in implants. That's pretty exciting. Tell me more. What do you know about implants? What's your time frame? Um, sounds like you've done some research. Tell me about that. 
right? Be interested. There's a reason they're, they're calling and asking that question. In fact, when patients call and ask questions like that, they kind of already know the answer they're looking for. So be curious, ask, don't tell. Um, when we talk about oversharing, you know, even uh, I'll kind of uh, divert here for just a minute, oversharing in the office, instead of offering all the different options, people say, well, we're obligated to give options. Yeah, you are, but listen to what the patient's asking for. Tell me what kind of a solution you want. Are you wanting something that's permanent, that doesn't come in and out? Are you uh, wanting something that is gonna last as long as possible? Tell me what is important to you as we work together to come up with a solution. That's what I call earning the right to give a solution. Okay, see, we don't give a solution or offer quote unquote options until we know what they want. And if they say, yeah, I want something that doesn't come in and out. I would like for it to last as long as possible. Um, I want it to look natural. I wanna be able to chew on it comfortably and you know, have it feel like it's been there forever. Well, then we're not gonna say, okay, well, here are your options. You could do a partial, you could do a bridge or an implant. Let me tell you about all of them. Now, that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Again, if you confuse, you'll lose. That's the equivalent of me, I hate car analogies, but bear with me here for a minute. If I show up at the car lot and they come up to me and say, yeah, what are you looking for? And if I say, yeah, I want a, a you know, maybe a crossover SUV that uh, can carry some cargo, gets decent gas mileage, um, can carry, you know, a few people, maybe a third seat. Uh, they're not going to say, okay, great. Let me show you the economy cars over here. And, uh, you know, they get great gas mileage, um, really inexpensive. Then you've got kind of the middle range here. And then we've got the really big gas guzzler, um, you know, large size SUVs. Hey, that doesn't make any sense. Think about what the patient's asking for. Ask the right questions so that you can give them the solution that best matches their uh, their motivation and their desired end results. So stop oversharing. Stop uh, oversharing involves the three P's. We've talked about that before, the parts, the process, and the procedure. Patients don't care about that part. Again, they wanna know, how's it going to affect me financially? How's it going to affect my schedule? Are you gonna hurt me? <laughs> and uh, what is it gonna be like when you're finished? So those are the things that matter. Stop oversharing uh, about things that, that don't involve those four uh, components that are really important to the patient. So again, the first one is, uh, first mistake is no personal connection. Second mistake is oversharing. The third mistake is missing buying signals uh, or failure to ask for the appointment. Oh my goodness. So I talked about all the new patient phone calls I have the opportunity to hear. And um, the, the biggest offense is we don't get their name and connect, but the second most significant offense that we hear is not asking for the appointment, not inviting the patient in. The patient called you, you didn't drag them in off the street. They want something from you. So being polite and, and knowledgeable, that's not enough. Uh, you know, I love it when an office hires a, a new, front office person that has no dental experience because they don't have the answers. They have no choice but to be, <laughs> be engaging and make connections and build relationships. In fact, they're the ones that get new patients through the door most often. So, you know, I'll be honest with you. If all you're doing is answering questions 
it's not going to go well. You want to be the one on the end of, of uh, asking the questions. So again, you can very quickly shift that. If a patient calls and says, hey, how much is a crown? Say, hey, I am so glad you called. Do you mind me asking who I'm speaking with? It sounds like you're looking for a dentist. Tell me a little bit more about what's happening. Okay. They, again, already know what they're looking for. Shift the focus and discover their motivation by asking more questions. Okay. So be curious. Ask open-ended questions. Ask for the appointment. Invite them in. Um, if you are feeling like you need more new patients, before you invest in marketing, before you... Um, you know, regret uh, transitioning off of transitioning off of PPOs. I want to encourage you to maybe track your new patient phone calls. If you're not scheduling 75 to 80% minimum of the new patients that call you, then there's something amiss. If you would like more information about how to maximize your new patient interactions, click on the links below. I have some resources for you and we have some super exciting news. We are now accepting charter members for our brand new Front Desk Goddess Academy online learning platform. You're going to want to click down below to see more details. We'd be honored if you would subscribe to the Front Desk Goddess Diaries, rate our podcast, and share it with your friends. From one goddess to another, this is Amy signing off.